Welcome to Live Doc, your online Doc Yomi Shear. Shalom Aleichem, welcome back to today's Daf Yemi, which is Mayat Katan Daf Dalid. We are actually partway down the Amud at the two dots, which are 20 lines from the top. Let's go back to the Mishnah for a moment, where we learned Mashkin Beis HaShalach and even on Chayla Mayat. The reason is because two conditions have been met in this case. We're speaking about a Beis HaShalach and a thirsty field which can't sustain itself merely via natural means, via rainwater. It needs constant watering. And watering this base of shalachan keeps it alive, sustains it, and avoids a situation of hefsit, a financial loss. Number two, we're speaking about watering it from a, a stream that's flowing through, a natural stream, which provides an easily accessible and sustainable water source with minimal turcha and exertion involved. But the mission tells us, You can't use rainwater. You can't draw from a puddle or take mimea kilan water stuck deep down in a water cistern, a water hole. What's wrong with these sources? I understand why not to draw from a mekilan deep on the ground because it involves extra tircha, bending all the way down and pulling up that water. And that's not mutar chalamayit. What's wrong with using a rain puddle. There's not much tercha, you're just scooping up some water to water your base shalach. We have two turots. Amar below, Amar b'yechon. Gezerah, we're concerned about confusion. Make a shaman, if we allow using puddles, that might lead to something else. Atu me'kilon, next time you might decide, okay, let me go deep down into this kilon, into this cistern, to draw out some water from the depths below, which involves extra tercha. So, he might confuse this type of water with this type. We're not concerned about Xira. A puddle is a puddle. A deep hole is a deep hole. Two separate things. No confusion there. However, you know, when you stop drawing water from that puddle, eventually you deplete the puddle. It gets shallower and shallower. And sooner or later, that Megishamim Gufayu Lidei Mekilan also is going to turn into a pit, meaning you have to go lower and lower. You have to scrape up the bottom. So it's like a Mekilan which involves extra Tircha and therefore it's also. So according to Rabbi Yechnan, Megishamim might lead him to use Mekilan. This is a It might confuse matters. Ravashi learns this puddle itself can turn into a sort of a Mekilan when the water gets less and less. Will get deeper and deeper and make it more difficult to draw, which involves too much tercha. These two amiroyim, Rabbi Yechanan, who applies gzera, Rabbi Ashi, who does not, will be arguing regarding Rabbi Zera's halacha as well. What if we have a pond, a lake, which is not sustained by natural means? It's doesn't have its own water source. It's not a spring-fed lake. It's fed by rainwater. And you have Nahuras Hamoishchen, Mayim, Minhagamim. You have some streams coming forth, flowing from these Agamim, from these rainwater ponds or lakes. You can use this water coming from these Agamim to water your field on Chayl Hamoyed. 
says the Gemara, Rav Ashi Rabbi Yechon, who'll be arguing about this halacha? Why? It would seem that there's nothing wrong, per se. Tons of water flowing forth. There's no concern of tircha. They have a lot of water at the ready. But, if you are concerned about gzera, about confusion, you would apply gzera in this case as well. For instance, Rabbi Yechen who says, don't use one type of water because it might lead you to something else. In this case as well, we should have the same concern. This time he's using the Naharis that are coming from the uh, Agamem. What happens, let's say, if uh, he finds another uh, puddle, another type of thing that which involves more tircha? He might confuse things. Or you know what? This flow, this Nahar that's coming from the Aga might one day stop. The Aga might dry up. It's, it doesn't have its own natural source of water. Eventually it's going to deplete. So perhaps that will lead him to go and find water elsewhere and go transport with a lot of tirch. So is this mutter or asr? Well, it depends if you hold of gzera. Mar isleid rab Rabashi, who does not hold of gzera, you can tell apart, you can differentiate between this type of water and that type of water. You don't mix things up. In this case, I'll say as well, I hold of rab You can use this water source. Naharis ha-moshchem and agam, no concern. Umar leslaid rab zera. holds of gzera. Who will not hold of rab we're concerned about confusion. He might change. He might go and start drawing water and transporting from elsewhere. And transport water at long distances, which involves extra turch. Gufa, let's review this halacha. Omar Abzera, Omar Rabba Bar Yemri, Omar Shmo. Naharis HaMoshchen Mayim in Agamim. These streams that are coming from these ponds. Mutalahashkis mehen b'chayl shalmoyed. They can be used in chayl moyed to water one's field. The mission says, You cannot water your field using rainwater puddles, nor water stuck deep in a, in a pit. Now, let's assume we're not following Rabbi Yechanan's Pshat. Okay, skip the Gzeir. Why then is it also? Ravashi told us. Because we're concerned that these puddles might get shallower and shallower. In which case, we'll have to dig deeper and deeper, so to speak, and bend his back more and more, which involves more tirch. So how can you allow using the Naharis coming from the Agamem? Here as well, let's be concerned that perhaps the, the Agam will dry up. Eventually. It's going to get depleted. We're speaking about just Rainwater sitting there. Eventually it's going to get used up and he might be tempted to start uh, um, scraping the floors and scraping the ground. And uh, It's a, it's, it's a tircha to start gathering water that's dispersed in the bottom of that lake. So why is this different than the Mishnah? Omalei. Rabbi Zero responds to Rabbi Yirmiya in an affectionate way. Yirmiya, breathe my son Yirmiya. Let me explain to you something. Here it's different. Hanya Agamim the bubble. Bubble is filled with swamps and streams and lots of water going on there. So these uh, lakes and bubble, they never get dried up. Kimayo delay paskidami. It's ongoing. There's no, there's no uh, depletion. It's not getting dried up. There's no real concern. Anything changing on Chalamayt. 
So bottom line is, you can water your field with a mayan. Water coming from a natural spring, which is not drying up, not getting depleted. There's no concern of uh, depletion and perhaps being prompted to go elsewhere to transport your, your water over here, which involves greater. That's motto. Don't use puddles. Don't use water deep down on the ground, which involves extra tirch. What's wrong with the puddles? Either they might get deeper and deeper on you, which in, in effect is a great tirch, like meikilain. That's one shot. Today using this, tomorrow you might go use the meikilain, which involves great tirch. You won't differentiate. Look, this is a water hole. This is a puddle. There's a gzera, and therefore we say, don't do anything. The nafkamina between the shittas are regarding Rav Zera's case. Nahar is coming from the agamen. We seem to have plenty of water, but eventually the water level might drop, which can involve tirch. The more responds, no, there's not much uh, chance of that happening. Lots of water there. There's no concern, but according to Yechon, you can't do that. Today he's using this. Tomorrow he might use a different type of system which involves more terch. Rashi says they're the same thing, a, a pool of water. So it's not a natural spring, it's just a gathering of water. Which happened to fill with water before Yamtiv. You can't use it. It might drop on you, in which case you'll be prompted to start looking for elsewhere, looking for water elsewhere, and bring it over with terch. But let's say you had a, a natural stream running right through this pool. In this case, you can use the pool water. Why? Because it's constantly fed by that Amasamayim. Amra Papa, but who provided? That the water coming through this uh, stream, through this irrigation uh, system, can supply your entire field. So, at the worst case scenario, the pool dries up. You have plenty of water to supply your entire field's needs. Rashi Omar, no. Even if this Amasamayim independently cannot supply your entire field at once, there's no concern. There's no concern that I'll be tempted to go elsewhere and schlep water over here. Why? Since the stream is just going and going. It's a constantly flowing water source. The farmer will think to himself, look, I'm not desperate. I'll take care of it tomorrow. If this Amas uh, can't supply the entire uh, field's needs in one day, will drink, will be watered in two or three days. So he's not anxious, he's not desperate. So he has something to back up on. So therefore, in this case, you can use the brecha to supply your field because you have a amasamayim coming through. That's a dependable water source coming from a natural spring or whatever. And in this case, he'll just wait it out and he won't do tircha to bring extra water. Turn around, Bono. Brecha shenei tefesmaim. You have a pool which is dripping. Misod debeis ha-shalach zu. So let's say he has two fields that are both Beit HaShalach. So, thirsty fields. He has them on two levels. An upper field and a lower field. The upper field happens to have a natural Mayan, a spring, supplying its water needs. 
Now, when he waters the upper field, which he's allowed to, it happens to drip down, it spills over, and drips into a pool which is next to the lower level, the lower base of Says the Brisa, this this pool which receives that drip from the upper field and now fills with water. You can use that water to supply the lower field, to water the lower base of Why? Because it's a dependable water source. The upper field is supplying it. And the upper field has its own internal water source, that Mayan, that spring. How can you depend on this uh, drip? It's going to stop eventually. In which case, he'll be stuck in the middle of the job and will start getting water from far away with Tircha. Amar Yermia was speaking about dying in Tefes. Look, it's still dripping. While it's still dripping, you can use that pool. Amar who provided Chaloi Pasak, mine region, the spring supplying the upper level, is still alive, still producing. In which case, you're assured that you'll have a constant supply of water for the lower field as well. Tanya, you have two patches of vegetables. One above the other, on two levels. He knows a big puddle around the lower patch. You can't draw water. You can't be madla. Madla means to fill a bucket, draw water, and bring it up to the upper level. And water the upper patch. We're going to see soon in the Gemara. In some cases, you can actually water even vegetables, even though vegetables are not classified as Beis HaShalachan. But in some cases, you can water vegetables, but provided that it's minimal exertion, minimal involvement. This is too much. Transporting from the lower level to the upper level, Rashi says, the in addition, even if it's one single patch of vegetables, half is lower down, the other half is further up. So we have a bi-level patch. Here as well, you can't draw excess water sitting around the lower level and bring it up to the upper level. Turn it up on them. When can you water vegetables? Madlan li rokis. You can water vegetables kadeh lo'echlam. You know, to make them juicier for prompt usage, for immediate chalhamoid consumption. Vim bishvili apoysen asa. But if it's just to enhance them, beautify them, for future use, that you can't do. So there's a special hat here to get them plump and juicy for immediate use, then you could just water it, provided there's not much tercha going on. Let's consider the tercha moed, and that's mut. There was a story involving Ravina, and also Varaba Teisfo. They were walking, traveling along. They noticed this fellow, Davidoli Davli. He was drawing water, and watering his vegetables. He says, He turns to Ravina. He says, Let's go put this fellow on khair. Let's excommunicate him. He's doing malacha on khailamayid. 
Vegetables can't be watered in Chalamoid. They're not desperate like the Yibes HaShalach. And what's the answer? Amalei Ravina responds, Sure you can. Vatani, the Bryce says, Madlin li'irakis k'teloyichlam. Look, you can water the irakis if it's for immediate use. Amalei, Rabba responds, You have it wrong. Misavras, do you think my madlin? When it says madlin, it means madlin maya? Drawing water? No, my madlin. You know what madlin means? An entirely different thing. Shlufi. Extrication. You can extricate. You can pull out. If you have a crowded garden, you can pull out some vegetables. So if it's lo'echlan, if you're going to eat those vegetables, so you can do that even though you're really benefiting the rest of the garden. You're making it more roomy, enabling proper growth. That's mutter. That's all the Bryce is saying. It can be madlan, kadei lo'echlan. As we find that the word madlan relates to extricating, uprooting in an overcrowded situation. If he's extracting some gefanum, some vines, just as you can do it in your own area, meaning the vines that belong to the owner, to the farmer, you can tend to them. Do the same thing amongst the vines that belong to the poor people. You know, some vines which grow in an awkward manner. They're called oilalas, and they belong to the aniyim. You don't have to be selective in your the way you cultivate and tend to your vineyard. You don't have to be makbid. You can treat it all equally. Pull out from yours, pull out from aniyim, as you're going along. The mayor says, no, you have no right to tamper with a portion that belongs to the Aniyim. You can do yours. You can't tamper with the Aniyim's vines. In any case, we see the word Medal simply means pulling out overcrowded plants. But Ravina responds, What do you mean about Tanya? You have a clear bride which says, You can go ahead and Draw water. Madlam Mahim. You can water the Iraqis. If you're going to have them on Chalamoid. Amalei, he says, okay, put my hands up. Itanya? Tanya. You presented a Brysa? Fine. I go along with the Tanya with the Brysa. So, bottom line is like this. We allow watering on Chalamoid. But that's provided. Is that it doesn't involve much Tircha. You can use a Mayan, a stream, something dependable, accessible. It doesn't involve much exertion. But Mekilain, uh, Megishamim, that's us. Now, why is it us? Mekilain, that's uh, too deep down, that's much Tirch. What about Megishamim? Rabbi Echon says it's Xib. Today it's Megishamim, tomorrow it's Mekilain. They're pretty much very similar in nature just a gathering of, of rainwater. One thing might lead to the next. According to Rav Ashi, there's no concern of Gzeira. Rather, once the Megishamim gets slightly depleted, it's going to start scraping the bottom. It's like Kilain, which involves Tirch. That takes us to the next case. What about Nahari's Hamoishchen Mayim and Agam? You have something flowing forth from a, a rainwater, a, a pond, a rainwater lake. Once again, there's a xerah. 
Today it's this, tomorrow it's something else. According to Ravashi, it would be mutter. Because at this point, lots of water there. It's in bubble. No, not much concern about depletion. In which case, it's mutter. There's no concern about the, this leading to something else. And therefore, it's mutter. If you have a, these breches, these pools, which are being fed by a stream coming right through them, you can use them. Because all of the brecha itself is rainwater, but the amasamayim is a is providing that constant uh, supply of water. Our Papa says, provided that most of the field can be watered in one day by the Amma Asamayim. We had a case of uh, that brecha, that pool, situated between two uh, two levels, the upper Beis HaShalach and the lower Beis HaShalach, in which case the upper field is dripping into that pool. You can use that water to water your lower field, provided we meet two conditions. It's still dripping. The upper field is dripping into that brecha. Number two, the mayan is still active. The mayan in the upper field is still active. And the conclusion was, you can water vegetables if the purpose is to enhance them, to make them more juicy for chalamayad use. Continues the Gemara. You can't build these ugiyas around your vines. My ugiyas, what are these things? Ugiyas are these round, circular shaped irrigation ditches at the foot of your vine. They have them around the vines, around the olive trees. You have the same enterprise. What are these things? These round, circular irrigation furrows. Should be karizasim at the foot of your olive tree, or should be karigfanim underneath your vine. Any? Is that really awesome? But Rav Yehuda Shara, read aloud. Livnei Bati Tzitai, the fellow is living in this town Tzitai. Limebad Banke Lekarmeir, to fashion these uh, circular irrigation dishes around their vines. Like Hasha, their answer is depends when. Habachadati, if it's nuanced, you're constructing them anew. That's too much turch and that's us. How about tiki? But if these are pre-existing irrigation ditches. You're just repairing them a bit. You're fixing them up. That's mutter, even on chaylamat. You can't construct a new, a brand new amma. An amma typically is an amma deep. That's why it's called an amma. It's meant to carry water. Some sort of a exposed pipe. Some sort of irrigation ditch. So you can't construct this ama on chalamayit. We had this before. This ama supplies the city's needs. It's an ama samayim coming through the town. You can't construct a new one on chalamayit or on shmita. Why not? Bishlemimayit. I understand why you can't do it on chalamayit. Mishundukatarach. Too much tircha building a brand new amma. Ela Shvi is my time. What's wrong with Shemitah? You're not working the land. Creating a pipeline. Pligiba, Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Abba Ramam. There's a machlech between Rabbi Zera, Baba Ramamu. As to the reason for this, Chadam, I want to explain. When he's digging this amma, looks like he's plowing. Looks like he's doing a malacha on Shemitah. He's not really, but it looks. It gives the appearance of such. 
The other one explains. He's enabling. The banks of this Amma, the banks of this stream, enabling it for planting. Let's go over to Rashi, around five, six lines above our position in the Gemara. It looks like he's plowing Latzorach Shviz. Plowing, it's all the same thing. That's one shot. The other one is Shemachshir Agafel Ezriya Kishachayver Amma. When he's engaged in digging a stream, Umaniyach Afer Sheba Amma Alsfas Amma. He takes the displaced earth and puts it near the banks of this Amma. Masakin Agafel Ezriya. In effect, he's enabling those banks for planting. Davali Aru Kicha. He's turning into, he's turning the banks into loose soil. Which allows for planting. So either way, it's a problem. It looks like he's plowing. He's actually uh, enabling uh, Azriya, which is a form of Avchayfer, which perhaps is even a, a real Malach. Jesus says, Veniris Harisha Mamish. Or in Wamshad, he says that it looks like it, or it is. So these are the two reasons. Plowing, or plowing inside. So he's digging the amma. He's actually plowing. Or the point is, the dirt placement, in effect, is enabling that mucking fazria. Now, why would the rabbanon disagree? This is a blessed of Shimon, the blessed of Nazaria. But the chacham disagree. Explains Tosfos, kiven da'idei shinoi avelei. They hold, it's not your conventional way of, of plowing. It's, it's a shina, you see, it's just uh, digging the, the furrow. They hold it's not, it's not called harish. Continues the Gemara on the second wide line. So we have two reasons. It looks like he's, pl- like he's plowing in there. It looks like he's enabling the banks for, for planting. Any difference between both reasons? It would seem like typically uh, uh, all circumstances, uh, all situations would have both <laughs> reasons. So why give two reasons? Why is there machlek? There is some difference. In a case, if we can come up with a case where one reason would apply and the other one wouldn't. For instance, Suppose while he's actually engaged in digging that ama, water comes right behind him and fills the area as he's going along. So if the concern is because he's enabling the banks for planting, that certainly applies here as well. Just because it's water coming through the stream doesn't change this equation. But according to the other sheet, the concern is it appears like he's digging down there in the Amaleka. That doesn't apply because when you're being chayrish, you plow your field, you never have water coming to fill up after you. So leka, that wouldn't apply in this case. But, says the Gemara, I understand what you're saying, but according to the one that's concerned about the appearance of plowing, so when it fills with water, it doesn't apply, fine. But why wouldn't he be concerned about enabling the banks for growth? Leichush, Ibn Agafel, Israel. 
why wouldn't he agree with the other pshat? And that concern applies here as well. You're right. Even when it fills instantly with water, it would be asr. El Ikibnai, the difference would be as follows. As he's digging, he takes that displaced earth and sends it far away, away from the uh, banks. Oh, so in this case, only one reason would apply, not the other. How? The man the is concerned about enabling the banks. Lekka. It doesn't apply in this case. He uh, he dispersed, he distributed the offer all around the area. He's not uh, piling it near the bank. He's not enabling any planting. That doesn't apply in this case. That would be mutter. But the man the Amr. The concern is that it appears like he's plowing in there. Ika, that would apply in this case too. Irrelevant. Irrespective of where he throws the earth. Okay, but Ulamanda Amar. Still, according to the Manda Amar of Mesha Mahshar who's concerned about enabling the banks, which in this case doesn't apply, he's not making soft banks. What about the other reason? Leichush, Why wouldn't he be concerned about the fact that it appears? It appears like he's plowing down there. Answers the Gemara. He disagrees. He's going to hold that in this scenario. We hear he's taking the displaced earth and sending it far away. It doesn't even look like plowing. You don't plow like that. So not only is he not enabling the banks, there are no soft banks being created. It doesn't even give the appearance of plowing down there because when a person plows, kika shakal. Any dirt that he picks up, that he turns over, but he puts it right down. Oh, so this is the machlekes. In the case where he takes the displaced earth and sends it far away, places it at a distance. There's no enablement of, of the banks. All perhaps that would apply. Any con- the con- only concern perhaps is that he's he looks like he's plowing inside that furrow. So one man that holds, yeah. You shouldn't do it. The other one disagrees. He says, in this case, nah. When you plow, when you turn over the earth, when you loosen the soil, it's on the spot. You're turning it over and leaving it there. You're not shoveling it away. So in this case, it wouldn't be a concern. Continues the Gemara. Amemar, Masnila, Amemar held like the Shita of it looks like he's plowing. So even when he's digging an amasamayim, uh, this, this water channel, it gives the appearance of oider, and it's asr. And this is shitas, rablezeb nazari. Okay. If so, v'kashilei, terablezeb nazariya, adrablezeb nazari. If so, he came up with a an apparent contradiction between one rablezeb nazari and the other one. Umi amar rablezeb nazari. Is that so that he holds that it's also called either also when it appears like he's plowing its usr? Even when he's actually digging a channel, it looks like either it's also but many have a kasha from a Mishnah Shvius, who he seems to say otherwise. This fellow has lots of animal waste. He doesn't want to uh, give the appearance like he's fertilizing his field on Shemitah. So what is he meant to do with all that waste? He can turn his zevil, his waste, into an oitzer, into a a storage. He 
makes this huge pile. In which case, it's apparent that he's storing. He's not fertilizing. That's the Tanakam. Rameir Oyser, he doesn't allow it. And Shiyamik Shloishat Facham. You have to make a true indication, a clear signal that it's not for fertilizing purposes. You have to dig a, a ditch, a pit, three tfacham deep, and stop piling the waste from down there. In which case it appears like it's not part of the field, right? Up to three tfacham is considered love, like one continuous entity. So dig a pit three tfacham down and stop piling it in there. Or alternatively you could lift the level. You can make a, an elevated surface three tfacham above the, uh, the field and pile up there. But let's say he had a bit of waste from before Shemitah. So it's clear that he's he's storing. You see, he's starting to store from before Shemitah. So it's been established that he's just gathering, just storing. In this case, even Ramey would agree you start a before Shemitah. It's clear to all that you're not trying to fertilize your field on Shemitah. You can just add and add without this uh, without this uh, point of, of making a pit or an elevated level. He says, no, no, even in this case, where you started before Shemitah, it's still Aser. Unless you make a pit or an elevation. Or you place the Zevil on some Bedrock, which cannot be cultivated. One second. Making a pit? Yamik Shlesha? Digging? On Shemitah? What about Nirika Eider? He doesn't allow making an Amasamayim. It looks like he's plowing. How can he say? You should make a, a Yamik Shlesha. You should dig a pit on Shemitah. Answers the Gemara, Rabzera. Vira Baba Bamamu. <laughs> they both came to answer the question the same Amiram as before Chadama one explains Kigan Shehemik he did it before Shemitah there's a pre-existing pit there of course on Shemitah itself you can't do it Chadama the other one explains there it's different you know why Zivlay Mechiyach although typically digging on Shemitah would be awesome it appears like he's plowing in this case it's different he's surrounded with Zevil with waste, it's pretty clear what he's trying to do. He's not trying to plow anything, he's just trying to make a storage pit for his Zevil. Continues the Gemara. You can go ahead and fix your Amasamayim. You can fix a, a collapsed Amasamayim stuffed up water channel on Chalamayid. My Mikokelis. What does the term Mikokelis mean? To what extent is this thing uh, in need of repair? Amrab Abba, it's as follows. You see, typically an Amasamayim is how deep? Six Tefachim. An Amma, that's why it's called Amasamayim. And this thing got stuffed up. It's now very shallow. Shi'imahisa Amuka Tefach. Originally, this thing was six facham deep, which allowed for a proper flow of water. Now, it got shallower and shallower, it got stuffed up and blocked up. 
it's plugged up to the point that it's only a tefach deep. He can do, he can restore it to its original depth. Shimhoisa muka tefach was really a tefach in depth right now. Ma'amidal shishat tefachim, he can restore it back to six tefachim. He can unplug the area, restore it to its former glory. So that's the pshat in the mission. So basically what he's doing is he's digging five tefachim down to get it the point of six tefachim deep. Says the Gemara, based on this, we can learn as follows. Pshita, it's pretty clear that in the following two cases, it would be us. Even though we're following the same proportion as Rababa's case. It started six tefachim. It lost five parts of six. Right? Five out of six tefachim got plugged up. You're left with just merely a sixth. You can go ahead and unplug and dig out five sixths to get it back to its former self. So even though in the following cases we're going to be following the same proportions, it will be us. Because the situation is a bit different. Pshita, it's clear that if it's chatzit tefach al-sheshet suppose the Yamas HaMayim, originally it was only three tefach deep, which doesn't allow for much uh, much water to flow through. It's not a successful, it's not a typical, it's not a standard Yamas And now it's merely half a tefach deep. So it went from three to a half. How much did it lose? It lost five parts of six. Right? So perhaps you would think it's mutter. You can go ahead and restore it. No, you can't. Since, even when it was unplugged, how deep was it? Barely three tefachim. It doesn't allow for much flow. It's, uh, it's not a useful uh, stream and Rashi says it's just a tirchet It's not. Uh, it's not providing much service, and there's no reason to repair it. Likewise, in the next case, which is tvachaim al shnei you had a jumbo, extra deep amatamayim. Instead of six tvachim deep, it was twelve tefach deep, and now it's been plugged up, and it's barely two tefach deep. So it lost five parts of six, right, of its depth. Went from 12 to 2. Here as well, we don't allow repairing. Although, proportionally, it's the same thing as the case of Rav Abba. It went from 6 to 1. Here it's 12 to 2. No, the Katarach Turcha Yisera. And therefore, it's Asallah, you can't do it. At the end of the day, you're going very deep. You're digging and digging and digging. It's a true relative to what it was before. You're not doing much more. And your typical amasamayim, where you're unplugging five parts of six that are now missing. Here as well, you're going from two to twelve, which is you're going and clearing five sixths of the original uh, structure. But it's it's too much tircha. You're going too deep. It's back breaking labor. It's us. That's clear. In these two cases, it's us. Either because it's an inefficient stream or because it involves too much tircha. What about the next case? Tavachayim al shivamal. We had Amas Amayim, which was instead of six tefach deep, seven tefach deep. A tefach more than standard. And it got filled and plugged. It's merely two tefach deep, which would require five tefachim of excavation. But, technically, you're going a tefach deeper, which requires more uh, backbending. Is that mutter or not? 
as far as numbers, he's doing the same as Rebaba's case. Which was, it started at 6, it's now plugged up, it's merely at one tefach deep, you have to go excavate 5 tefachim. Here as well, it started at 7, it's up to 2, you have to excavate 5 tefachim to get it back down to 7 deep. But at the end of the day, that last tefach requires more. It requires a more of a, a, a sharper bend, more of a tircha. Mao, what would be the halach? Shall we say it's fine? In either case, or Baba's case in this case, he's excavating five tefach. It's fine. As far as the work, it's the same work. Perhaps we can say, here it's worse. Since he's bending down an extra tefach, going all the way to seven, it involves too much tirchan. We don't allow a teku, we leave it unresolved. So, bottom line is we have four cases. We're clear on three, and we have a suffolk on the fourth. You started at six, it got plugged up. You only have one left. You can go and dig five to get it back to six. That's fine. That's the mission. Kokolis, Bamoid, is Mutter. You started at merely three, an inefficient stream. You can't do anything there. You started at twelve, and now it's plugged. You can't do things. You can't do it there either because it's too much turch. You have a suffolk in the case where it was seven and down to two. You're excavating the same amount of karka, five tefachim, but ultimately you're bending down deeper. Perhaps it's motircha biaser take. Concludes the Gemara. We have some exceptions. In a case where it's a terch rab, a body of water, which is providing the city's water supply, then you can do all kinds of malachi. Terchi rab is mutan chalamayt. For instance, Abayi, shara livnei bar hamdach. He allowed the people in Barhamdach to um, clear the, the trees that were growing into their into their river and obstructing the flow. Rabbi Yirmiya, Shorl, who he allowed to these people, to un, uh, unplug their Nohar, Rashi says, some sort of spring-fed river. Where the spring was being plugged up, now unplug that stream. Rav Ashi, he allowed the people to clear, clear away the obstruction which was blocking their nahar burnets. Omar explained, since the multitudes drink from this water, it's considered even in Chalamoid, one can engage in Malacha to service the Rabbim, such as clearing their water sources, unplugging their rivers, and getting it going again. Okay, let's do a quick Chazar of today's daf. The mission says, Mashkin because you're avoiding Hefzid, and it doesn't involve much Turch. But, you cannot use a puddle, or water that's deep down, which requires much turch. Make healing, some sort of cistern, where the water is way deep in the ground and requires much turch. That you can't do. Puddles, make a shaman. You can't use that either. Rabbi Yechon says, this is exerted because it might take you to make healing. Ravashi says, the puddle itself eventually dries up and you have to start scraping and bending. That is a form of kilan, a form of excessive turch, and it's us. In Babel, they had these ponds with... Um, Water flowing from them. 
What a bechon! It's also there's a gzera. It might dry up. It might go elsewhere to find water and transport it over here, which involves too much tirch. Ravashi is not concerned about gzeras, and there's no real concern of drying up and depletion. Bubble is so saturated with water. Let's assume he'll be safe with this nahar. A brecha, a pool of water which, uh, in which rainwater gathers, can be used in a chalimoid, provided there's an amasamayim, a stream running through it, which can provide, according to a puff of most of this field's needs. We have this brecha, some tefas mayim, being supplied by a drip coming from the upper field, can be used, provided there's still that drip ongoing, and the upper mayim is still supplying the upper field with water. You could even water some vegetables in order to have them ready for chalamayid consumption. Ugiyah is around Yigfanim. Those uh, circular uh, irrigation ditches can be repaired but not constructed anew. According to Rebbe Yaakov, you can't go ahead and construct a new water channel, a new Amasamayim. Whether in chalamayid, tercha, on shviyas, we have two reasons. Nira it looks like he's plowing in there. Second reason is his machshir agafel is real. A loose earth deposited around the bank, around the edges, are enabled for zriya. That too is a malach. Let's say he's digging and water is immediately filling up that ditch. Well, either doesn't apply in this case. But machshir agafel is does. What about if he's transporting the displaced earth at a distance, far away? According to the sheet of Eider, we're still concerned because it appears like he's plowing in there. The other sheet disagrees. That's not called your typical Eider process, where you're just overturning the earth, loosening the soil, leaving it in the, in, 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 on, on site. So in this case, it wouldn't be us. We said that according to Rabbanon, you could be masakin and amam mukulkelas on chalamayit. What is mukulkelas? It started at six deep. It's now at one. You can excavate it. Restore it to its original depth. It started at three, now at two, leave it alone. Started at twelve, it started at three, and now at a half, leave it alone. Started at twelve, and it's now at two, leave it alone. If it started at seven, and it's down to two, take. Concluded with many incidents of Amarim allowing the city dwellers to clear, to unplug their water sources. Tzorche Rabbim can be done even on Chalamayit. All the best to you in Hatzlach Rabbah.